But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own, so that you may announce the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were no people, but now you are God's people. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. I've included the next verse from St. Peter's letter that we did not read in the Mass today. This is what God has done for us. These ideas come from Exodus, Isaiah, Malachi, Hosea, and Revelations. St. Peter gathers them all together in this part of his first letter. Don't let anybody ever tell you that St. Peter was just a backwoods fisherman. No, his knowledge of Scripture became great because of the Holy Spirit. We read about his and the other apostles' dedication to study in our first reading. But this weekend I want to focus on a two-word description from this section of St. Peter's letter. Royal Priesthood. King Charles was crowned as king this weekend in England. We don't have royal families in the United States, so some of the fascination with the King of England is, I would not say distressing, but it is interesting. It brings to mind the sense of chivalry, and a sense that somehow society has changed, and not for the better. This is my point. We are all part of the royal family of God. Do you see yourself as a prince or princess? There have been discussions in the last few months about the role of Prince Harry. I think we smile at what we see and maybe even shake our heads. But what about us? We are members of the royal family of God. How are we supposed to act then? What is our responsibility as a member of the royal family to the world? I think we avoid this question at our own peril. God calls us to be witnesses to his kingdom. Father Baumert has written, a, written very well on the kingdom in his book. He's going to be working on a second edition during his ten-week break this fall. I'm looking forward to reading that. But there's a second word that I, that I chose for this weekend's homily. We are a royal priesthood. What does a priest do? Primarily, a priest offers sacrifices. Where is yours? Your priesthood is closely aligned with the Mass, which is properly called the sacrifice of the Mass. There are many points of reference for this. The first, obviously, is with Christ's sacrifice on Calvary. This is also tied to the Last Supper. In the Jewish temple, with some of the sacrifices, when you asked a priest to offer a sacrifice, it was required that you participate in eating the sacrifice after it was done. Now, how would Jesus make his Last Supper available for all generations since the time of the apostles? He had to have some way for us to participate this far from the original event. That is the best reason we call what we do the sacrifice of the Mass. Jesus is giving us, through the Mass, a participation in both his Last Supper and in his crucifixion. But the richness of the Eucharist leads us to a much larger set of ideas. I will hold what I think is the most important of these ideas until the end today, because it directly teaches about the words royal priesthood. Before I get to that, though, I want to talk about a way to approach the Mass that many people have found helpful. If you are struggling with certain people in your life, 
I'm going to suggest to you a way to offer your relationship with them to God as a sacrifice. Place the people you are struggling with in the ciborium with the hosts. Place the problem you are having in the chalice with the wine. Do this when the bread and wine are first put on the altar, before we sing the Sanctus. Then, when the priest elevates the hosts to consecrate them, you are putting the people you struggle with in the ciborium to sanctify them. When the priest elevates the wine, put the problem you are having in the chalice so that the blood of Jesus will wipe away the unrighteousness, the problem, the sin. First John speaks of this in chapter 1, verse 7. That, that you put the unrighteousness that you are having with these people. Finally, when you receive communion, receive the people with Jesus but leave the problem to be washed in the blood of Jesus. I have suggested this to people as a penance after confession. I had them come back later and tell me that the problem they were having was gone. I personally think this is a minor miracle of the Eucharist. Sometimes you may have to go through this many times, at many Masses, before you see the results. But don't give up on it. This is a great way to engage the Eucharist. Now I'm ready to move on to what I consider the most important part today. A priest offers a sacrifice. That is the nature of what it means to be a priest. What do you have to offer as a sacrifice? I repeat the question. What do you have to offer as a sacrifice? Every priest must have something to offer. Now, your priesthood, the priesthood of all believers, is different from mine. But it is no less vital. When you unite the work of your life to the sacrifice of the Mass, when you consciously make every part of your daily life an offering to God, you are making a sacrifice to God that is worthy in His eyes. This is why, in one sense, it is not important to receive communion, but to attend Mass. I said in one sense. When you are participating in the sacrifice of the Mass by offering yourself in sacrifice, you are completing the work that God calls you to do. I believe this is the reason why, in generations past, there were many people who came to Mass but never received communion. There were also other reasons why so few received communion in the past. I think our approach is spiritually better in our day. However, this aspect of offering yourself, along with the hosts and the wine, Thus becoming the body and blood of Christ yourself is a way of looking at participating in the Mass that needs to be regenerated in the hearts of Catholics today. This is especially true for those who cannot receive communion for any number of reasons. Main among them is an irregularity in their marriages. But this does not mean these Catholics cannot participate in this way in the Mass. I've run out of time. But I think this is the heart of what the church needs today. We need to rekindle this understanding of how we are called to participate in the life of Christ. As you pray with me during the rest of the Mass, offer everything that is you, along with the bread and the wine. Accept your royal priesthood and make of yourself a royal sacrifice. Amen.